And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days expound the riddle. Judges 14.14 Lord, today I realize that my similarities create my comfort, but it is my difference that creates my reward. So I will not be afraid to be different, think different, and execute my life's plans differently from others, as long as I remain tethered to you and to your word, God. I declare that nothing toxic will enter my mind, my speech, or my heart. When the lions of this world try to attack me, I will conquer them as Samson did. As I live my life as an uncommon achiever, Holy Spirit, give me the discernment to know and point out manipulative people who are working against my purpose. I will not allow my fondness to become the foolishness that sets me up for failure. When I do make a mistake, Lord, cover me and protect my anointing so that I still may be able to accomplish my task here on earth. Your hand on my life is undeniable. The source of my strength to some is a riddle. However, the truth remains that I am set apart, anointed, and appointed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. The Riddle In our last story, we learned about the birth of Samson and how God was grooming him to be a mighty judge over Israel against the Philistines. Samson was raised to drink no wine or strong drinks, eat only clean foods, and abstain from cutting his hair. In this story, we learn about how Samson's strength is no match for the power of a beautiful Philistine woman. Samson's lust and hubris is put on display as inspired by the book of Judges. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you. And treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. 
If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Hello, this is Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In yesterday's episode, we heard the story of Samson's parents receiving unexpected news. They were going to have a baby, and Samson would not be just an ordinary baby. So God sent an angel to deliver the news and special instructions for how this young boy was to be raised. It is a story of wise parents seeking wisdom in parenting, and because of their faithfulness, Samson would grow up as one set apart. In today's reading, we'll learn how Samson grew stronger than any other man, but how his physical strength was overcome by the weakness of his will. And he gives in to lust over a pagan Philistine woman. His desires and pride will be his undoing. So listen now to today's episode. Samson walked around Timnah, a Philistine city, He had grown into a strong young man, filled with might and favor from God. Samson feared nothing. Therefore, he felt completely comfortable strolling through the land of the Philistines. The city was loud and bustling. Smells of cooking meat filled the air, and vendors could be heard haggling and yelling at their customers. As Samson was walking through the chaos, a beautiful woman caught his gaze. Everything seemed to stand still for Samson. She was truly breathtaking, and he could not take his eyes off her. It was truly love at first sight. He got her name and immediately ran back to his father and mother. I have found the woman I am meant to marry, Samson said. The fact that the woman was Philistine concerned Samson's parents. The Philistines were an oppressive force over Israel and they knew they would harm Samson if he got too close. Isn't there any other woman in our tribe? they said. Why would you choose a woman among our enemies? Yet Samson would not listen. He burned with lust and wanted what was pleasing to him. She is pleasing to the eyes. It shall be her and no one else, Samson demanded. So Samson's parents did not protest any further, and the three of them headed to Timnah. They were unaware that God was working in and through Samson's imperfections. Samson's brutish behavior and childlike self-control would be a tool in the hands of God to infiltrate the Philistines. Samson traveled behind his parents. He was walking through a vineyard, daydreaming of his wife-to-be. The birds chirped and picked up fallen grapes, and the warm spring breeze whistled through the valley. It was peaceful and quiet. Then, in an instant, a lion sprang out from the bushes and latched onto Samson's back, tackling him to the floor. The beast clawed at Samson, but he held its arms back and thrust it off of him. The lion paced around him, and Samson looked it in the eyes, beckoning it to pounce again. The lion leapt towards him, and Samson grabbed it by the throat mid-air 
and slammed it onto the ground. The lion squirmed under the hands of Samson in the dirt. The spirit of the Lord filled his veins with strength, and Samson crushed the lion's throat with his grip and tore it to shreds like paper. Samson did not tell anyone of what had happened between him and the lion. Instead, he went down to Timnah to speak with the woman of his dreams. He spoke with her and made arrangements to be married. She was truly intoxicating to Samson, and the man who had killed a lion with his bare hands was weak in the knees by a beautiful woman. Days had passed, and Samson returned to Timnah to take his bride. He passed through the vineyard again and stumbled upon the dead carcass of the lion he killed. The body reeked and was decaying, but a swarm of bees had made their hive in the dead body. Bees swarmed around it, and Samson could see honeycomb oozing from the lion's body. Samson approached the carcass, paying no attention to the bees around him, and scooped up the honey from the dead body. He hummed and ate the honey on the rest of his way. He feasted on the honey, happily eating. Yet he was a Nazarite and had taken a vow to not eat anything unclean. This would be one of many compromises Samson would make in his life. Samson prepared a feast for him and his new wife. Over thirty people were in attendance, drinking and feasting in celebration. Samson, having vowed to never touch wine or strong drink, found himself surrounded by drunken revelry. The music played and the drinks flowed, and Samson was enthralled with the positive attention. Samson said to the men in attendance, Let me give you a riddle. If you can guess it within the seven days of the feast, then I will give you thirty of my garments and another thirty change of clothes. But if you cannot guess it, then you shall give them to me. They agreed to his riddle immediately, for thirty linen garments was worth a great amount of silver. Samson composed himself and spoke clearly. He gave them the riddle, saying, Out of the eatery came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. For three days they pondered the riddle. The feast was still in full force, and their minds had been consumed with alcohol. On the fourth day they came to Samson's wife and said, Seduce your husband to tell you the answer to the riddle. If you don't, we will burn your father's house to the ground. Your husband seeks to impoverish us with his bets, and we will not be humiliated. So Samson's wife wept over him. She pulled at him with her cries. You hate me, she yelled. You have put up this riddle to my people, but have refused to give me the answer. Samson held his composure and refused to tell her. I have not told even my parents. Why should I tell you? So she wept for the remainder of the feast, wearing Samson down with her constant tears. Her annoyance was constant, and her manipulation knew no end. Finally, on the seventh day, Samson caved. She had worn him down. He told her the story about the lion and the honey, and she immediately told her people the answer. That night Samson was around the feasting table with his companions, sure of himself that he would win the riddle. The men of the city smirked and told him, What is sweeter than honey? And what is stronger 
than a lion. Samson knew immediately that his wife had told them. His anger boiled against them and her. If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would have not found out my riddle, Samson said. The beautiful bride he once craved, now reduced to being called a cow. God, who was seeking an opportunity for Samson to war against the oppressive Philistines, came upon Samson. He traveled to the city of Ashkelon and slew thirty Philistine men. He took their garments and fine linens and gave them to those who had solved the riddle. Samson paid his debt, but he did so with blood of the Philistine enemies. Samson had won the battle, but he had lost the war. His wife left him for his best man. Samson, alone and frustrated, sat in his anger. He hurt, but God was at work in his life. Although he was a foolish brute, Samson would be used as a tool of liberation for the Israelite people. Today's reading begins with Samson, now a young man, venturing into the Philistine town of Timnah. He has grown strong and bright, and he has the Lord's favor. But this trip into enemy territory is a dangerous game, and while he's there, Samson sees a young woman. She is beautiful, exotic, and forbidden. God's people were not to marry foreigners and risk becoming corrupted by worshiping other gods. But this girl was not just a foreigner, she was a Philistine. Her people mercilessly oppressed Israel. But lust overcame Samson, and he told his parents he wanted her. His concerned parents suggested he find a good Hebrew girl to marry, but Samson was resolved this girl was for him. But God would use this relationship, and Judges 14 verse 4 says this, His father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. You have to ask yourself, was Samson's choice of a Philistine woman God's plan and desire all along? Was it okay to bend the rules to serve a greater good? Well, not at all. This isn't a story about God compromising his principles. He never does that. This is about God making good out of bad decisions. Even in Samson's eras, God would find a way to use him to accomplish his purposes for his people. Samson's parents went down to Timnah with him to arrange the marriage. And while he was walking through the vineyards, Samson was attacked by a lion. He overcame the lion and killed it with his bare hands. What incredible strength! But Samson told no one. A few days later, he passed by the lion on the side of the road, and he saw a honeycomb inside the dead animal. Samson took some of the comb, ate it, and gave some to his parents, who knew nothing about its origin. As a Nazarite, you see, he was to keep away from unclean things, and a dead, rotting lion carcass was definitely unclean. Samson further compromised himself in this. Samson threw a feast, and many of his bride's countrymen attended. He wanted to show how smart he was, so he foolishly wagered a bet with them. He tells a riddle which they must solve in seven days. And if they succeed, they'll receive a hefty payout from Samson. If they fail, they must pay. He cleverly devises a riddle based on his encounter with the lion and the honeycomb that was unsolvable to anyone but him. The Philistines pressured his wife to entice Samson to reveal the answer, threatening to burn her and her family otherwise. So she pleaded with Samson, but he held his ground. 
She continued badgering him until he revealed the answer, which she passed on to the men Samson had challenged. Samson was defeated and humiliated. The woman he so desired had betrayed his trust. Incensed, Samson lashed out, even comparing his wife to a heifer. These were not kind words. Then he went to a nearby village in a rage and killed 30 Philistines to extract the payment for the bet. But he's left with nothing but loss. He's lost his moral compass. He's lost his temper. He's lost his way. He's lost his girl. His wife was given to his best man, and Samson returned angry and alone to his father's home. God was still with Samson. He still had a purpose for him. But Samson's troubles were far from over, and we'll hear more about his struggles, successes, and shortcomings and sins in the next episode. Dear God, thank you for this story that we have learned today, how it shows us the slippery slope of moral compromise. Help us not to allow selfish desires and pride and unbelief to cloud our judgment. We want you always to be number one in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. By sharing this podcast, you can make a difference in someone's life. If you want to know more about the Lord, how to know Him, how to serve Him, and be His disciple, then let me encourage you to visit my website, which is jackgraham.org. We would love to assist you in any way possible as you grow in your journey of faith. Again, that's jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Are you ready to instill your littlest scholar with a love of learning? Introducing the Preschool Course from the Good and the Beautiful. Enrich curious minds with engaging hands-on material that cultivates an appreciation for literature, art, God, family, and nature. This award-winning system uses a balanced approach to introduce letters, numbers, fine motor skills, and more. Start your journey now at goodandbeautiful.com. The Good and the Beautiful. Bringing home a love of learning.